So, all right. So um, now we're kind of transitioning like our main topic for today. We don't have a food topic for today. I just realized that. (laughs) (laughs) No, we don't. Um, It's okay. Um, We have been planning this episode for a very long time um, through... Over the song, over the, over last you know semester, mm-hmm. um, Emma met our number one fan Darius. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Another shout out to Darius. Another shout Darius, out to I Darius. I think we shout you out like literally every single episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but um, Darius basically said, "Hey, I know somebody. His name is Juan, and he's basically the main one of the main establishers of." climbing in terms uh, uh in, in jamaica and we were like that's really cool and then he sent us like the the climbing.com article so um we thought it would be great to bring you guys on the show and have you guys talk about your experiences with uh jamaican climbing like what it's like to establish jamaica uh, climbing in jamaica what it's like for you like as individuals and in your journey in climbing um just overall like what it what it means to like bring you know climbing to you know a a, a country that like does not have you know much resources economically or has a lot of t- problems with tourism um kind of like overshadowing mm. the main population so yeah so we're talking Definitely. with um juan luis uh torbio vasquez and uh michelle bloomfield so welcome guys thank you so much for ha- coming today yeah of course yeah so we're gonna i guess just go ahead and we'll start with you juan if you kind of just want to give our listeners sort of just a short synopsis of, you know, a, a bit of a background about, um, you know, who you are, um, how you got into climbing, um, and your your connection with the Jamaican climbing scene. Okay, sure. Cool, cool. So, yeah, um, I arrived in Jamaica in January 2020. I actually got uh, an offer to work here as a Spanish lecturer. For oh, cool. That's awesome. Uh-huh. So that, that was the main reason I came here. Um, yeah, basically, the Spanish government has this program where they send teachers around the world uh, for three years. So I saw that Jamaica was on the list and I said, yeah, amazing. Um, I'd really like to go there. So basically, I applied and got the job. And I had actually uh, looked a little bit online to see if there was any climbing in Jamaica before I came. And Mm. I had found some information, but little did I know, actually, when I got the position, I went back to look at it. And it was actually Jamaica, Vermont. So I got that completely wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah, it's a bouldering area in Vermont, which is called Jamaica. So, yeah, very deceiving. That's so funny. So, yeah, I was a bit let down by that later when I realized actually there's no climbing in Jamaica. I got a bit uh, worried because it's basically my number one sport and passion. Um, But then I was very lucky to be introduced to another Spanish guy called Daniel Oudi. And he had already bolted three climbs in the island. Oh, Mm -hmm. wow. Nice. Basically. So yeah. the person who was doing my job before me, he put me in touch with this uh, guy. Yeah, so that was very lucky. And that gave me a bit of optimism too, thinking, oh, okay, there's a bit of climbing at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, for sure. So yeah, but basically when I got to the island, um, so not very much at all. And yeah, nothing like that. So it was very lucky to be introduced to Danny because he basically taught me the basics. He he, mm. he had a drill already. He had a lot of gear that he had brought from Spain. So and basically he was very demotivated with climbing because he couldn't find anybody to go with him to continue developing the area and to just climb with him. So mm. when I got there, he was mm. super psyched to finally have some <laughs> other climber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I can imagine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And that was the start of it all then. So, um, yeah, I started bolting with Danny in that same area where that he had found originally. And in like a couple of weeks, we managed to put up a lot of climbs already. So there was only, like I say, four or five when I arrived or three or four. And in two weeks, there was already like 18 climbs, 15, 18 climbs. Oh, wow. So we got to work quite fast and managed to develop that area. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, awesome. that was very cool also. Because that was the first time I started bolting also on my own. Not oh, only wow. first he helped me how to bolt, showed me mm-hmm. how to do it. But then very soon he didn't climb the same grades that I climbed. Mm-hmm. So I thought, whoa, we need something a bit harder. So that, that gave me the chance to start bolting on my own and we found a little cave next to the wall that he had started to bolt 
And yeah, that that did a first five twelve in Jamaica and the first five thirteen. So some of so a slightly better climb there in that one. Nice. Um, That's awesome. And then Danny actually left shortly after. So in a, I think five months after I arrived, he his contract fin went back to Spain. Um, yeah. But he had already taught me this before he left. Yeah. So um, like I say, in that first area, not we both did a lot of five uh, tens also, but mm-hmm. I also found a little cave where I could bolt some slightly harder climbs Ooh. and to keep me busy mm-hmm. and keep training, you know. Mm-hmm. Of course. <laughs> um, and then, like I said, uh, Danny had to leave shortly after. He only spent like five months while I was there and then his contract finished and he went back to Spain. Mm-hmm. But we did find a couple of other areas before he left. Uh, one called Coral Spring, which Mitch knows. We've been there quite a few times, uh, which is a super beautiful spot because it's right on top of the ocean. So oh, we wow. get some beautiful views. We can see the turtles coming up to breathe. Oh, it's wow. Pretty. That's really cool. Awesome. It's great. Mm-hmm. And very kind of wild, you know, there's no buildings yeah, or yeah, roads yeah. or anything nearby. So super cool area. That's um, awesome. We used to go quite a lot last year. Unfortunately, the road is a bit messed up right now. So yeah. we stopped going so often. But um, yeah, and then once Danny left, uh, I also spoke a lot about climbing to the people in my community. Uh, mm-hmm. And they suggested I go check out uh, another place closer to where I live, closer to Montego Bay. Mm-hmm. That area is called uh, Tangle River. The, the cliffs are called mm-hmm. Hannah Rock. Mm-hmm. And there I basically spend most of my time bolting because the, the rock in that area is much better. It's like actually okay. quite high quality limestone. Many yeah. uh, oh, wow. nice. tourists that came to visit, they really thought, oh, this is actually a really cool climbing spot. And mm-hmm. I know many Americans really love it because you don't get a lot of tufa climbing in the US. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, this true. one has a lot of tufas. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Nice. That's awesome. And so those were the first three areas, Coral Spring, Discovery Bay, and Tangle River. Discovery Bay actually now has three different crags. So there's around 50 climbs there already. Wow. wow. Yeah. That's like more so than that what one we is, have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That one actually, the rock is not amazing. It's a bit sharp, but it's yeah. good at parts. And the best thing about this area is that it's kind of in the middle of the country. So people from Kingston and people from Montego oh, Bay, Montego. which are the two main cities, we can meet there. Mm-hmm. Oh, so that's, that's really good. Cool. Yeah. And then we've also developed, I mean, some areas nearer to Kingston, but because I don't live there, it's hard for me to go make mm-hmm. the trip all the way there to continue developing it. Mm-hmm. But I'm hoping to move to Kingston uh, next year. And nice. so we awesome. will definitely put up more climbs then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of, that was the birth of climbing a little bit. Oh, and the other very important thing is as well as bolting, one thing that Danny didn't get the chance to do because he was working quite a lot um, is to share the sport with the locals, right? Mm-hmm. To oh, yeah. promote it within the country. So I thought that would be super important, not only because it didn't really make sense for us to just bolt a lot of climbs if mm-hmm. nobody's climbing. Of right? course, yeah. of course. That's the reason why I started the Instagram page, although I'm not really a fan of social media, but I thought <laughs> it would be the best way to kind of promote it. And that's right. how I met Mitch, actually, and I think most of the people that we we have a quite a big group now. It's around mm. 80 people. Oh, wow. Not everybody climbs often, but uh, at least people are kind of interested in climbing and they For can sure. follow our updates. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that Instagram page was really useful mm-hmm. to basically promote the sport. I don't have a massive following, but at least there's like 2,000 people now that know mm, about climbing yeah. in Jamaica. Yeah, so that's totally. Really yeah. Cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very cool. I think that's a, a great segue into meeting Michelle. Um, if you want to tell us a little bit about yourself Hi. and your history of climbing yeah. and your relationship to the country of Jamaica. All right, cool. So, um, so my name is Michelle Bloomfield. Uh, I'm a woman in her 30s living in Jamaica, enjoying the island life. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually work in a pretty industrial space. That's, nice. uh, the career I'm in is oil and gas. Mm-hmm. So, you know, uh, as a, because the job is so high demand or so high stress, I generally in my life need something active to balance it out. Yeah. yeah to help, you know, clear my head, get myself mm-hmm. outside in the fresh air. You know, the good things, the things we're here for. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> um, I had, as one said, I was living on the North Coast at the time. It was mm-hmm. actually a fairly new job. Um, I'd just come back to the country settled in that part of the island and was kind of looking for something to help me um, get to know the area a bit more, stretch my legs. And I have a bit of an affinity for some, a little bit out of the run of the mill type sports for (laughs) Jamaica. (laughs) So uh, when I saw climbing, I was like, oh, this looks really cool. 
this is really cool. I was like, I have to make time for this. Because of course, with work and, you know, it's it's a bit daunting. It really, when you see climbing, for a lot of us as Jamaicans, you see climbing, it's just very, like, intense. You need a certain amount of, of course, physical yeah. strength and expertise. And it's a rock. You might fall. Yeah. All these things <laughs> are scary for new climbers. But I managed to meet up with one. And it was it was great. I, I, I was really attracted to the sport from the get-go. And as he says, the areas we get to climb are amazing. They're beautiful. They're mm-hmm. pretty much untouched. Oh, wow. So yeah. there's awesome. also that, mm-hmm. that draw to it as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, great. Oh. Nice. And uh, Mitch, you did meet me through Instagram, right? That's what, how we got in touch? Oh, yeah. No, it was definitely, as I said, I was looking through the Instagram posts and <laughs> fantasizing about climbing for months before actually um, setting a date and, and we made it happen. And I think he had a few first timers that day as well. It was myself and like two other guys who had mm-hmm. who had yeah. never been climbing. Did you guys do true, bouldering true. Or, or like sport climbing? We went sport climbing. It was sport climbing. Oh, wow, was that's amazing. Day that's one, one sport climbing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, actually, there's coral spring. It was coral spring. Yeah. yeah, there's not really any bouldering in Jamaica, surprisingly, mm-hmm. at least on the north coast. I've been trying to look for some okay. boulders, but because it's all limestone, mm-hmm. generally mm-hmm. limestone is not the best type of rock for bouldering. Although okay, in some sure. countries, like I know the UK has a lot of limestone mm-hmm. bouldering, mm-hmm. Yep. but uh, I haven't managed to find any boulders, unfortunately. Okay. It's more only the cliffs that we found. Mm. But it's I'm actually, I prefer sport climbing anyway, so I'm not very <laughs> upset about yeah. it. Yeah, 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 <laughs> for sure. But yeah, it's also worth not mentioning that out of these three people who climbed, like Mitch was saying, you know, there was other two people and her. Yeah. yeah. Never, we never heard back from them. Oh, <laughs> no. wow. So Mitch was the braver one out of the three. Yeah, for sure. yeah. <laughs> You're sport awesome. climbing on, on day one. Like you're just kind of like a different breed. <laughs> you, you go, you girl. Never oh, it, stuff like cool. that in the good, U.S. <laughs> the newness, the new, I think the newness of things are, is, something that's important you yeah. have to get something to shake up your day a little bit and that's what climbing did for me was i like a breath of fresh air after every climb yeah thought, yeah oh, that's a really good way to look <laughs> at it yeah, yeah, I, agree. Agree. yeah. I think also it's important to mention that in jamaica it's not so much like in europe or uh, america where there's already a lot of interest in the sport or mm, it's more okay. well known there is a big prejudice in jamaica that that's a like a death trap you know it's yeah. super dangerous oh, wow. and you know you know, people are like, there's no way I'm going climbing. Like, no. why would I even do it? That's crazy. <laughs> so Mitch is definitely special in that sense that she was wanting, willing to try, you know, and the other people in our group, the same thing, where it's not the common, yeah. like, uh, you know, perspective that Jamaicans have, oh, let's go climb a rock, you know? Yeah, that's really that's interesting. No. Mm-hmm. That's You're awesome. not going to hear that. You go out and say, hey, I'm going to go climb a rock. People are going to look at you a little strange. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's amazing. Yeah. You guys have some awesome stories, and I, I love hearing about that. If Next, we want to get into a little bit more specific about the um, community itself. Um, I have a couple questions regarding that. Um, we know that your connection with Jamaica, Juan, for you, it's kind of through mm-hmm. your teaching community, but has now come become more with the climbing community, um, and Michelle is a local. Um, but I want to move to how did you come to love the gym? Jamaican climbing scene and also what is your role within the climbing community okay so um I think well my role between the communities trying to encourage everybody to climb <laughs> I basically you know I go around the country and uh, basically asking almost everybody I meet you know, oh, you know, do you want to climb and they're like oh like, it's that guy again <laughs> that's one way to do it <laughs> I'm the crazy Spaniard trying to encourage everybody <laughs> to climb in the country. It's okay. Uh, um, I'm basically the same person in state college. <laughs> nice. So, yeah, that most people, like like I say, we have to break the prejudice. That first, it's not a foreigner's thing, because that's the mm-hmm. other thing that people say. That's, you know, it's they actually say it's a white man thing, you know? Mm, so wow, okay. They yeah. really think it's not for them. It's not for their culture. And I tell them, no, that's, that's nonsense, you know? I even... Mm-hmm. Recently, also, you know, the world boulder champion, the last world boulder champion mm-hmm. is a black Frenchman. So yep. I keep telling yeah. them, yeah, no, that's you right. Say it's that's a white right. man thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, some of the best climbers in the world are Afro American or mm-hmm. uh, are just simply black or from different countries, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so that's the first stereotype we have to break, as well as, you know, the fear and the risk mm-hmm. stereotype. People think mm-hmm. climbing is very dangerous. 
And I keep telling him, no, driving is dangerous, you know, climbing <laughs> yeah. is yeah. right. Yeah. That's so true, Especially though. sport yeah. climbing, right? It's even yeah. safer than bouldering yeah. or trad climbing because we're really well protected, no? Yeah. So I've been trying to encourage everyone and break those two stereotypes and then get as many people involved in our small community as possible. So not only by creating the Instagram page, but we also have a WhatsApp group. Mm-hmm. And okay. I try yeah. to basically tell everybody that they can come and climb for free. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that, that doesn't matter, you know, uh, their economic background, the climbing should be hopefully accessible to everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So totally. for, to that end also, we've actually been very lucky that uh, I've taken out a lot of people climbing and always saying that, you know, we don't charge a fee. We're not a business. We just want to create a community mm-hmm. and many right. of the foreign climbers who have come and climbed with us have been very generous and nice. donated to our bold fund oh or that's great to hear to that's amazing yeah that, that's really i mean one of the things i love about climbing as well as the sport is this fact that we have a really great community worldwide mm-hmm. right yeah, yeah. so oh, i traveled 100%. a lot around the world and mm-hmm. everybody wherever i've been they've always embraced me like like open arms you know mm-hmm. they taking me in, taking me climbing, taking it to their houses. Many people, like I say, in different countries. So I really wanted that same spirit to be alive in Jamaica, you know, yeah, not to absolutely. turn it into a business. That's really cool. Yeah. And on this podcast, we that's a constant theme in all of our discussions, yeah. just how really global this community is and how down to earth it can be. Um, and I think that's so mm-hmm. cool that you've experienced that um, in your home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. For sure. Like, I have such good memories like Dominican Republic. The climbers really took mm-hmm. me in, in Cuba. Mm-hmm. They, they were amazing. They took me around the island. In I don't know, everywhere I've been, in Thailand, in Vietnam, in many different countries across the world, India, everywhere I've been to, climbers have been super nice to me, like a family, mm-hmm. you know? So yeah, I really hope that that cool. kind of spirit continues. And especially in this country, because unfortunately, it's very, it's a very, very unequal country mm-hmm. uh, where, you know, there most people don't have a lot of money. There is a very small minority that is very, very wealthy. Mm-hmm. And everything in this country is basically catered to the American tourists that come okay, with wow. way more money. You know? wow. yeah. So things like scuba diving, horse riding, yeah. gold, mm-hmm. completely, yeah. you know, they're completely uh, like unreachable, unaccessible yeah. for Jamaicans. Mm-hmm. So I huh. wish that uh, climbing doesn't become one of these things, you know? Yeah, yeah. totally. Actually, Just yeah. community driven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Juan, that kind of leads me, leads me into like, you know, our third question. Something that I'm really interested about is like, what is it kind of like for you to be like, you know spearheading like all you know all basically all of climbing in jamaica um how is it like for you to like how difficult is it for you to like make it make it accessible like for people in jamaica versus like and convincing them to try out the sport versus like you know people thinking it's like a tourist trap or like something that tourists mm-hmm. do because like you mentioned jamaica is a country where unfortunately the the wealthy are a big minority and it's mostly of white people and the vast majority of you know jamaicans are very poor so how do you kind of like gauge that perspective or how do you kind of like you know gauge the the locals to be to convince them basically to come climb with you yeah so it's been kind of yeah a bit with this kind of robin hood style where we take <laughs> from the people who have the most and give it to so you know we provide all the gear to people who cannot afford to, to buy any or even i've been helping out sometimes some people with some gas money also oh, to wow. just to get to the crag or you know, or if uh, we recently, because at the beginning we had, we took a lot of people and many weren't really interested in the sport. They just wanted to come and take some pictures for take Instagram. Pictures. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so eventually we started the idea that uh, we would uh, ask for a small donation and mm-hmm. that way we discourage the people that aren't really in, into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, okay. we, I also think about who, who I'm asking the donation to. Or uh, so... If I see that someone cannot afford it, I obviously don't want them to uh, donate anything, mm-hmm. but uh, contribute to this fund and then the, we can provide gear to people who cannot. That's been a good strategy. And then in general, it's been very hard. I mean, sometimes it's frustrating, the fact that I don't have someone to climb with, but yeah. at the same time, it's super <laughs> like uh, um, gratifying, right? Mm-hmm. When I take people out. So see Mitch, for instance. We were talking the other day also, and Mitch was saying, well, Juan, I haven't climbed in a while. I don't know if I should actually be in the podcast or not. And I'm telling her, yo, Mitch, you did a massive effort when you started climbing mm-hmm. to learn how to belay, learn how mm-hmm. to lead, mm-hmm. to bring people. She also like brought some colleagues from work and mm-hmm. friends to try the sport. So keep the ball rolling, you know, and yeah, like really definitely. take... The- I mean, take it on board and, you know, learn mm-hmm. the skills that it requires, especially in terms of safety. Mm-hmm. So that's super gratifying, you know, when you teach someone how to 
make the nod and how to belay and you see that they actually listening and they know how to make the nod and they know mm -hmm. how to belay and they're teaching someone else <laughs> yeah you're like oh yeah it's worth it you know mm -hmm. right yeah, yeah so remember one is also cool. a professional teacher okay <laughs> so he will yeah. no i don't know if you hear this but his enthusiasm for the sport alone mm -hmm. Is enough to get people to come back. I'm That's like, cool. you know what? Yeah. I want, I'm, I want to be on what this guy's on <laughs> because <laughs> totally. it's no, for real. He made he made climbing super fun. I'm not gonna say easy because trust me, <laughs> you're on a rock face. I'm not gonna lie. We live on an island. Most Jamaicans are scared of lizards. Right? <laughs> this thing, but he he was an excellent coach, excellent teacher. He really with everybody. He takes you through to make sure that you feel comfortable with the equipment and trust yourself and all mm -hmm. these things. So yeah. Yeah, that and oh, thanks. Go You're gonna make me blush. <laughs> <laughs> That's I think a really cool perspective that you guys kind of have. You know, Juan did come in, is not Jamaican, and kind of mm -hmm. has made the scene sort of what it is. But Michelle, you are Jamaican, and so mm -hmm. that perspective, you know, yeah. the the fact that you are local, you have I think a, a unique um, way of kind of looking at. I guess the climbing industry, if you will. Um, mm -hmm. And so, mm -hmm. do you have have you found that it's been very beneficial to your community um are there any you know downsides perhaps to developing an area that hasn't been you know developed in climbing um as as much so is like are there pros and cons to that well uh right now let's see the pros for me will always lend to the air of um accessibility and people being able to experience things that i didn't think they'd be able to be experiencing um in their present situations as jamaicans you know the quote-unquote newness of it and the as the community aspect so you climb in jamaica you happen to travel somewhere and you're like oh i'm climbing jamaica you don't know what opportunities can come from mm -hmm. just that interaction just having that interest sparked by mm -hmm. one thing yeah for sure um, and some people can't really like what they don't know exists like you don't know it's around it's mm -hmm. yeah. it's hard to be like oh yeah i like this phantom thing Mm -hmm. So I love the fact that people get to see it. Um, the downside is a lot of us, a lot as once as a lot of people that have come are either a bit perturbed because it's not so quote unquote shiny and developed as they would mm -hmm. see watch okay. a movie and someone goes to a bouldering gym and you mm -hmm. put on the, the gear and it's all cool. And mm -hmm. right. you're, we're, as one says, we're going to some places that are pretty remote. We're yeah. going through the bush. We're yeah. going on a track, like yeah. we're, we have our gear, mm -hmm. we're, we're in it, you know, and mm -hmm. it's a part of the experience, but you also have to have a certain kind of disposition to enjoy that kind Interesting, of, um, yeah. mm -hmm. that kind of activity. Um, but I think it's been beneficial more so than not. It's mm -hmm. good. To be good. honest, I think it's been way more beneficial than, than um, any negatives that would have come out of the situation. Some people may come, they may be scared or people may be worried about well, it's not quote-unquote. Um, you, when you say official in like a country sport sense, it's not mm -hmm. It's not that. It's literally a group of climbers who mm -hmm. like to enjoy each other's company and enjoy yeah. the sport and challenge themselves in a way that's controllable because we have challenges every day. But mm -hmm. this is a challenge you can choose, mm -hmm. which yeah, right. makes it a little better. I agree with that a lot. Like one of the main reasons why I got really into climbing is because like I found that it was a challenge that I could like control a little bit more and just kind mm -hmm. of like just kind of like dealing with like the rocks and like punches of life like at least i could go to climbing and i could Ooh. have fun like in my in like my own way um and like like you said too like it's not pretty every single day i mean like even here in state college like right now i don't have a car and there's a lot of people like on our team who like you know have like la um lack of resources and things but we all come together and we make it work the best we can and i find that like the community i, f I find it really cool that like the the jamaican community has like also really come together and like just like you guys all support one another like the best that you can yeah, to be sure. able to do what y'all want to do which is you know just you know having fun and and, and climbing a lot yeah Definitely. one thing Mitch is also mentioning is this fact that you know many Jamaicans are very wary of going out in the bush basically yeah. you know to do anything at all that, mm -hmm. yeah. and um, so it takes a certain level of courage you know because mm -hmm. if that's very much within the culture the fact that you don't really go out about in the bush if you don't know what you're like, you know, and yeah. you don't just, right. you know, they, they have like a lot of respect for, uh, you know, yeah, doing these kind of things. It can be dangerous. Or mm -hmm. It can be scary. Some people even think, oh, there might be spirits in some places. Mm -hmm. or, you know, it's yeah. very much. Fun. The other thing to mention is 
you know, many people live in the jungle or in, you know, mm -hmm. in uh, places that are very lush, green, full of yeah. plants. So maybe they don't really want to go and spend their yeah. free time there too, right? They'd mm -hmm. rather go the out to, you know, to the city or to, you know. Yeah. Uh, so that's why I think definitely this fact, it would have been easier for Jamaicans to get into climbing if uh, the climbing had started in a bouldering wall, mm -hmm. right? In an indoor right. setting, which is safe. And, you know, it's mm -hmm. something that, you know, they, the Jamaicans, like I say, they're more interested in going skating than mm -hmm. they're going trekking, you know, because mm -hmm. skating is a new thing and in a mm -hmm. skate rink or whatever, you know, going out in the countryside it's not so common, you know, mm -hmm. even trekking. There's not really a trekking scene in Jamaica. Mm -hmm. And actually, that's a stereotype that also climbing hopefully will eventually break, right? The fact mm -hmm. that, you know, nature is very valuable and it can be used as a place to go for fun. Mm -hmm. And hopefully, eventually, there will be more hikers and more, you know, people doing mountain biking and climbing and all these mm -hmm. kind of mm -hmm. the nature sports, right? But mm -hmm. at the same, at the present time, it's there is a lot of people are a bit wary. They're not so sure that they want to go and do that in the bush and with the mosquitoes and you know. Yeah, the yeah. yeah. You have to be really want to do it. You know, it's mm -hmm. not like. Yeah. Um, at yeah, the same time, hopefully, uh, when people value the outdoors, that will also protect the you know the outdoors from becoming privatized because that's another yeah, of course to make. yeah mm -hmm. yeah they i like mean that's these waterfalls everything as soon as they see that there's a bit of value in it mm -hmm. but hopefully we can try and you know if people appreciate the outdoors because they see it as a place where they go and have fun maybe they'll mm -hmm. try and protect it more right mm -hmm. yeah. oh of course that's been a very big discussion even within the u.s and just you know public land and just rights in general you know, our, mm -hmm. our access fund fights every day to try and mm -hmm. make climbing something that can be on public lands more often than not. And that's that's sure. interesting that you, you kind of see that a little bit in Jamaica because it's, you know, that just having access to the land is is, is a, a very big obstacle over here. So yeah. that's sure. yeah. unique. How That's kind of this, the same and also mm -hmm. a bit different from your perspective. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I imagine it's a lot harder for you guys, too, because, like, you guys probably don't have an actual access fund, which like, if you don't know here in the United States, no, it's none of ours is protected. Yeah, so it's not protected. if someone with the right amount of money decides that they would like to privatize um, and invest in climbing, yeah. they can buy a section of the rock that we've been using for years mm, and years oh, and wow. years. Interesting. I mean, to be honest, if you look into it, Jamaica's having um, a supreme public beach shortage. Where yeah, an island, oh, I have heard of that. Yeah. Wow. I don't know if you've heard about that. So it's the same kind of thing that may happen, which I would love to see the community get to the point where people are trying to access it in that way. Mm -hmm. But there's always a little bit of fear that someone is going to be like, you know what, I have some money. Yeah. Let me throw it on this and reap the returns. But locking out the people that initiated it. In the first yeah. Place. yeah. Yeah. So that kind of brings up the question, do you guys, is there any sort of way that you may like, not publish, but like kind of, kind of let the community know what climbs are out there? Like, I know, for example, we use a lot of Mountain Project, which is, I don't know if you're familiar with that, but does that allow you to, like, post on a on a source like that? Or is it more yeah. of just a community-wide, um, private yeah, like, like, climbing community thing? Mm -hmm. No, so most of the routes that I bolted, I've published on Mountain Project, too. Yeah, okay. that's a cool yeah, Mountain Project website now. <laughs> yeah. So actually, also, that's mainly not so much for the locals because no, they can right always now. ask me or people ask each other right. in the group, but more for the foreigners who are coming, right? And they always of ask, course. oh, where is it? And I'm working on doing a PDF guidebook too, with nice. some awesome. pictures and stuff. So Love hopefully that will be done by the end of the year. Let's see. Mm -hmm. But yeah, all the info or most of the info is on Mountain Project. And going back to what you were mentioning about the Access Fund, yeah, I mention it a lot to people here, you know, to mm -hmm. tell them kind of make them aware of this fact that the way we do it in Jamaica right now is we don't really ask for permission. We I just go no. on boat. Because yeah. <laughs> one thing I learned from Jamaicans, they told me, yo, here in this country, don't ask, just go and do it. It's better that just you go and do stuff than you ask. If you ask, people are going to say no. In my country, <laughs> it's the opposite. If you don't ask person for permission, you'll get into They're trouble. They're definitely going to yeah. say no. no. And, but they will, yeah, or in Spain, like you have, to, if you ask someone for permission, normally they will say yes. But if you don't, you'll get into trouble. Here, if you ask for permission, they'll probably say no, just to avoid any problems, you know? Right. So it's mm -hmm. better to just go and do it. And then in some of the areas that I bolted, actually, I've had people come and say, hey, man, this is my land. Mm -hmm. You're do What are you doing here, you know? Yeah. And I tell them, well, I do this just for hobby. And they think, they tell me, well, as long as you're not doing it for business, you're fine. You're right. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, that's okay. good. Yeah. If you're out of it, you know, you're going to have to pay me, you know? Yeah. So, Interesting. Jamaicans are super business orientated because of this, you know, inequality in the country and the fact that yeah. 
there's a lot of money coming in with the tourism mm -hmm. industry. So, you know, they try to make take advantage of that too, which is completely understandable. No? Mm -hmm. So yeah. that's kind of a paradox there in a sense. The fact that if maybe if I had actually set up a company, a official, you know, climbing guiding services, Mm -hmm. Many Jamaicans would have been more uh, eager to try it. Mm -hmm. At the same time, it would have made it more inaccessible because of the rates and stuff. The yeah. cost, right. and it would have been a problem in terms of the land usage and all mm -hmm. of So it's kind of a paradox where, okay, it would have opened up the sport, but at the same time, it would have closed many opportunities. So you don't know exactly. Yeah. I think those, going back to the bouldering gym idea, mm -hmm. which is what we are currently working on. We're yeah. actually talking to some people. That's awesome. I was about to say yeah, I think that's... Yeah, oh, definitely the best way to get Jamaicans into climbing, you know, yeah. they're, they're going to want to yeah. try at least once, you know, when they yeah. see the walls with the colorful holes and stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And yeah. in a safe environment and yeah, not out in the bush in some remote corner you know, <laughs> yeah. in the city. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. I was about to say, are you thinking about opening up like a climbing gym so that way like, you know, local Jamaicans could come and at least try out the sport? Exactly, yeah, and yeah. hopefully not as, again, so not as a business, but we want to do it through the national stadium so that it can be public and it Ooh, can be, you know, yeah, accessible cool. to anybody. Nice. And maybe we can pay a membership. Those of us who can afford it can contribute by with a membership so that we can continue developing it, mm -hmm. but for sure giving yeah. out scholarships or making it publicly accessible yeah. to people from the communities, you know? Mm -hmm. That would be, be the dream, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Yeah, that's There's really cool. And I, I know, Juan, when we had, like, originally kind of just pre-interviewed you and just, you know, earlier kind of <laughs> talked about what this podcast episode was going to be, you had mentioned um, you actually get some commentary or requests from sort of big climbing names. And there's kind of, you know, a fine line between how do you how do you balance these really big name climbers or climbing companies, you know, requesting to come and, and do a whole thing on Jamaican climbing in the same way, like trying to, trying to keep it, you know, grounded and, and down to earth and, and, and what it is. Is there, is that hard for you to kind of walk that line? And, and what is that like? Yeah. So actually recently, especially uh, since we published that article in Climbing Magazine, right? More people are aware, oh, there's climbing in Jamaica. And obviously Jamaica is a brand in itself. People would want to go to Jamaica because of the culture. Mm -hmm. Reggae is world famous and, mm -hmm. you know, the beaches and everybody wants to go to Jamaica. So now mm -hmm. that the people know there's climbing, there it sparked that interest, right? Mm -hmm. And like, as you say, it's kind of, you know, a double-edged sword in a sense because, okay, it's it's great that brands and, you know, videographers are interested in coming and you know making a movie about what's going on mm -hmm. at the same time i'm very you know worried that uh, people are just gonna come make a video and leave mm -hmm. and it doesn't have any impact mm -hmm. on the country or it has a negative mm -hmm. impact in the sense that if you just promote it as a tourist destination mm -hmm. that's not going to develop the local community right, mm -hmm. right. and because there's no bi local businesses in place yet mm -hmm. it won't contribute to the local economy either most foreigners will come stay in a resort, go climb, bring their own gear and leave. Mm -hmm. um, so, I mean, that's really cool, of course, but I would love these companies or these brands who come to actually also, you know, leave something positive behind for the country. So yeah. when some, some brands have already approached me, for instance, Adidas, they are interested in coming and making a movie in the wow. Uh, wow. In December, wow. actually, <laughs> hopefully. So we started this conversation about the climbing gym, you know, how can mm -hmm. you actually, because, you know, if they bring a professional athlete and we go to a remote part of the island and we bowl some 513s, mm -hmm. that's great. I'm going to have a lot of fun climbing yeah. with the professional athlete and mm -hmm. trying these 513s, but who else is going to climb them? Basically yeah. nobody, yeah. right? Unless yeah. some other foreigner comes. And to be honest, Jamaica isn't the perfect place to climb 513, 514, 515 because of the conditions, you know? Yeah, it's super so good. it makes way more sense to come and bolt 510s because those are mm -hmm. going to be in okay. an uh, accessible area mm -hmm. or to climb, build a climbing wall, no? So for instance, mm -hmm. with Adidas, it's, I've been basically putting a lot of emphasis on, yo, please help me build this climbing wall because that's, mm -hmm. I know, after three years here, I know that's what the country really needs, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and that can also make for a good video if you bring mm -hmm. an athlete here and show him you know, teaching the locals and building up the climbing wall. Mm -hmm. So I've been trying to navigate the situation in that sense, trying to, you know, make it make sense for the brand, for me, and especially for Jamaican. Because if it's just going to be a bunch of foreigners here taking advantage of what the country has to offer, I see this uh, as a big problem. History yeah. repeating itself, you know, Spanish, yeah, English, yeah. Americans, we've already made enough harm in Jamaica. Yeah. 
So hopefully we can try to, you know, better the country in some way. So I was also hoping that, you know, it will be some Jamaicans eventually who will set up companies dedicated to climbing. So guiding services, mm -hmm. selling gear, all of that. I wouldn't want to be another foreigner exploiting yeah. the country, you know, yeah, 100%. especially in my You know, I'd rather focus on my teaching and do this as a sport and try mm -hmm. and develop the community and have some people take the baton from me and, you know, create yeah. these companies. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's yeah. a really inspiring and grounded outlook on on what you want climbing to be. And like a lot of respect to you from us. That's that's a very cool vision. Um, and mm -hmm. I'm sure that kind of inspires a lot of people. And Michelle, I also have a question for you as well in, in terms of being a leader within that community and being someone who people can come talk to and, and being a woman. Mm -hmm. um, how has it for mm -hmm. you kind of been, I mean, this, as you know, this this podcast is created by women um, and by non-binary yeah. folk for for anyone who kind of want to really find find climbing in, in how we see it and, and you know we want to make it more accessible and so how have you Definitely. been able to use your your status um, as a female to uplift other young girls or even just other people in your community what is what has that been like for you outside of uh, climbing just in my general life just because of the conversations I have and the people I work with and I mean you know you get into people's lives and you find out little things and you say hey you know um you want something to do this weekend or you want to follow me to go do this activity and a lot of the times because of what it is it's for them it's a bit of a shock because hold on you're a woman you're going into the bush yeah do what? Mm -hmm. this is... and it's like no man but you have to have um a lot of upper body strength I'm like no 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 it's not <laughs> exactly <Yeah. laughs> don't don't shoot the horse don't shoot just, just relax <laughs> yeah don't shoot the horse <laughs> but, um I think all right this is nice. a lot of people find it a little the barrier to entry is a lot easier when they're talking to me maybe hmm. like I'm like 130 pounds kind of skinny I don't look like I can do anything and it's like hey if you can do it sure <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's like hey no problem if that's what you're gonna look at it's amazing I just want to get the foot in the door hmm. if it hooks yeah. you it hooks you I hope it does yeah I mean I like to I mean I talk to um, different groups of people every day because the, just the way how work for me goes Mm -hmm. And a lot of them are older men, and even they are surprised. They're saying, "Wow, this is okay." One didn't know this activity existed. Two, if you can do it, and you and I have the same work schedule, sure, why mm -hmm. not? Let's mm -hmm. give it a try. And it's it's also aspirational for them, yeah. Because mm -hmm. you, yeah. when you hear about this thing that is initially a bit scary, and you think about it over time, and you lower your anxiety towards it, and you get it done, that's a whole catalyst for a new life, right there. Yeah, I love I love that open minded. Yeah mindset that's yeah that's perfect that's great yeah and that's what will get people involved exactly so. yeah. yeah and one question that i kind of wanted to ask too was like you know we're three college kids like in the states like you know we do have arguably like a lot more of a privileged like background but what is mm -hmm. what are some ways that we as college students or like we as like fellow climbers can help like support the jamaican community whether that be like I don't know, like, like for me, I was like, I'm, I'm about to like donate some funds, bro. I feel like I want a gym in Jamaica, like that'd be pretty cool. And I'm two thousand miles more to more than two thousand miles across the world. Um, I completely understand. To, to be honest, the first thing I'd tell you mm -hmm. is the next time you have the opportunity, please book a flight, visit us. Yeah. Oh, don't you worry. I'm, gonna... <laughs> I'm, I'm letting Darius know we're we're coming to visit. <laughs> That's, that I think that's the best thing you know it, it allows the local climbers to mm -hmm. see a different because to be honest one when we see one do something he's doing we're saying okay that we're not there yet <laughs> but mm -hmm. meeting more climbers from other places you get to see different climbing styles you get to discuss um, different techniques and it's just you know as I say it's growing the community not mm -hmm. just within our borders but overseas too mm -hmm. yeah so yeah for um, sure but, I agree completely I agree completely with Mitch. The best thing you can do is come. Come and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, show the people that there is an interest in climbing and, mm -hmm. you know, you traveled all the way there to climb. Mm -hmm. Also, if you come and you can bring gear, that's always super useful because oh, we, we can't buy any gear here. Yeah. So that's, uh, <laughs> and then yeah. we also have a GoFundMe. So that's also oh, very useful. Oh, perfect. Uh, I mean, because, like I said, not all of the gear, we can't really buy it here. Yeah. Basically, I can only buy the wedge anchors, so the bolts okay. themselves. But I have oh, to buy... Yeah. The and okay, I can buy the drill bits and all the all the other stuff related to bolting. But the climbing hangers, I always bring them from abroad. And well, mm -hmm. just quick draws, harnesses, shoes. I've been bringing a lot of stuff, and people have been bringing a lot of stuff. 
but the the GoFundMe is definitely very very useful mm-hmm. uh, to continue buying gear to continue bolting mm-hmm. and to also you know uh, be able to donate gear to people who can't afford it. Um, but yeah, coming coming is great because like Mitch was saying, right? They, they, it's cool to see that there is an interest around the world in climbing and people mm-hmm. make the effort to come to the country. And I would say though, if people do come. Please don't stay in resorts because mm-hmm. the resorts don't give anything to this country. They're actually yeah. part of the problem. Yeah. So mm-hmm. better to stay in Airbnbs or get in Ooh. touch with us. We can suggest accommodation, Ooh. even mm-hmm. like locally owned hotels. Yeah, Jamaica right. actually yeah. is not a dangerous country. No. The, uh, you know, people, no, it has a terrible reputation. Mm-hmm. If you go on the government website, they will tell you hmm, it's horrible. You know, don't yeah. go there. You must be crazy to go. Like they, yeah. you're going to get shot. That's really not true. Um, mm-hmm. There is gun crime, obviously, but yeah. the same as is, there is in the yeah, US. It's everywhere. It's probably yeah. worse yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> like, gang related, it's probably actually. worse here. <laughs> probably, yeah, to be yeah. honest. I think it's Jamaica is a small island, so you yeah. find out very fast if anything mm-hmm. happens. Happens, you know every yeah, day. Per capital. Mm-hmm. and then but yeah all of i would say most of the crime is gang related so it has nothing to do with us you yeah. know it has nothing to do yeah. with most jamaicans and has nothing to do with the tourists and actually they are super respectful of tourists mm-hmm. and i would say even there's yeah. like a positive discrimination there with tourists because we get treated really well you know yeah. and they like I mean, hey don't trouble those people all right <laughs> sorry <laughs> No, they'll see. They'll see a group of tourists and be like, "Hey, don't don't trouble those guys. They're yeah. fine." They're <laughs> yeah, yeah. They see a foreigner and they're like, "Don't no, don't trouble him." Mm-hmm. Um, they really respect uh, foreigners, and it's not dangerous at all. I mean, yeah. especially and with the places we go climbing are mm-hmm. completely safe. I mean, maybe there's some areas of Kingston which are a bit more unsafe, or areas mm-hmm. of Montego Bay, but you wouldn't mm-hmm. be going there anyway, right? Yeah. It's like anywhere. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, don't get scared by what the the government or the I'm probably paid by the resorts. I don't want to speculate Problem. too much, but no, I imagine it's <laughs> a strategy, you know, to keep people in the resorts. So yeah. don't let them fool you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jamaica people are super friendly and really mm-hmm. welcoming. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's definitely, I would say, really cool if the climbing community grows in that sense, if people, mm-hmm. you know, come and, and do that kind of tourism, which is not the resort type tourism, mm-hmm. which in my opinion is one of the biggest problems in this country, right? The yeah, money yeah. is going elsewhere. It's not staying in the country, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was about to say, like, it's really cool that, like, you say that, because, like, I was, like, like, expecting, like, kind of, like, a, oh, like, like, make sure, like, you're promoting us, like, on social media and stuff like that, and, like, I was kind of worried, because, like, if I were to go visit Jamaica, like, I don't want to, obviously, support the tourism, like, industry, because, like, be real, like, it's, it's a huge monopoly that, like, you said, Juan, like, yeah. does not benefit the locals at all, but then you're no. like, no, like, come visit, like, we want people here, like, we want, you know, people from around the world to come, to come climb, and... I find that so, you know, for me, like, it's like, kind of like a relief because it's like, yes, like, I can go climbing in Jamaica. <laughs> but, like, you know, there's, like, a, a right way to do it and, like, a wrong way to do it. Um, it kind of reminds me of, like, the discussion right now of Amer- um, of Americans visiting um, Hawaii. There's um, a proper way to do it, like, to respect, yeah. like, the yeah. natives of Hawaii. And then yeah. also, like, yeah. a not, you know, correct way to do it that is disrespectful to the to the, to the the locals yeah. and to the natives. And it's like, honestly, like, I'm down. Like, I'm, not, I'm, a, <laughs> I'm a poor, broke college student, but, like, <laughs> let me save up for next summer. Yeah, uh, that's the other thing. You will spend way more less money if you come like and don't stay in a resort. I right. mean, yeah, very yeah. true. And you know, I don't want this to turn into a political debate, no. but you know, the resorts <laughs> charge like an average of three hundred dollars a night for a room, and oh, wow. people get paid three hundred dollars a month. There is, you know, something significantly wrong with that. You know? Yeah, very much so. This country mm-hmm. is absurd. Yeah. So, but yeah, but there's plenty of Airbnbs. We're actually also working on a campsite. They oh, they're awesome. developed there, yeah, oh, and it's right the... at the crag. So that's uh, really cool. Ideal. I mean, it's very <laughs> close awesome. to that crag I mentioned earlier, Hannah Rock. But it's mm-hmm. actually got some walls of its own, which mm-hmm. are massive, like 60 meter walls, big Ooh. overhangs. Yeah. Okay. And we go. I've only bolted two climbs there so far, mm-hmm. but there are going to be a many, many climbs there. Mm-hmm. Like it has room for hundreds you know wow i'm gonna say so, i'd love to come by and like set up some multi-pitch stuff <laughs> yeah yeah and also so that's something to let developers know right mm-hmm. that if they want to come and bolt they this camp camp millbrooks is going mm-hmm. to be opening i mean it's already open to the public the mm-hmm. fact the thing mm-hmm. is it's very basic now it's it doesn't have a lot of yeah. facilities yeah mm-hmm um, but yeah, it will get improved. Uh, and there, like, that's the example of contributing to a local business. Yeah. And, you know, 
doing things in a slightly different way. But even Airbnb, you don't have to come to that camp. You can go to Airbnbs or, you mm -hmm. know, smaller hotels or whatever, you know. And just to know that it's completely safe to walk around Montego Bay, for instance. Many people are scared, mm -hmm. but it's it's completely safe and you can eat at a local restaurant, yeah. you know, go to a local shop. I want to say that's my favorite just... things to do when traveling is like to always try like the local stuff instead of like mm -hmm. the chains. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. My it's big thing is when it comes sure. to our country, go to the market. Yeah. Just go to the local market. Oh my God. See something you've never seen before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We have Authentic a concept Jamaican in Jamaica experience. called Taste and Buy. You taste, taste it one one piece of the, yeah taste somebody you mm -hmm. taste it then maybe you buy it. No, because I want to say like I visited uh, Venezuela right before the dictatorship took over, and like one of my favorite things to do like with my mom was to like go to like the markets in like Caracas or Ca or Catelamar and like just like walk around and see like what the locals like to sell like what what like obviously like i'm a kid looking mm -hmm. back on it i'm like i i loved the atmosphere of markets and getting to see like the locals and getting to like you know be be completely like in the culture just like you know vibe you know mm -hmm. and jamaicans <laughs> are actually Gen super interesting <laughs> <laughs> yeah Mm -hmm. Well, very cool. Um, and, you know, we would love for you guys to send us your GoFundMe link. Yes, we're gonna please. We're going to link it in our show notes. We so will. hopefully the word spreads and you guys can can get mm -hmm. some some great gear for we're your awesome cause. Um, yeah, thank definitely. you so much. Of course, dude. It's, it's the least we could do until we come <laughs> visit. <laughs> yeah. And, and really, like, thank you guys both so much for your time. We are a little podcast, but I think we can do big things. And, yeah. And, you know, ha having you guys on is, is really, I think we're going to help each other a lot. Mm -hmm. I think that's that's exciting. Mm -hmm. And it's it was really great to hear your perspective mm -hmm. about, you know, all things in Jamaica, climbing. Um, and it's it's very interesting to be able to kind of relate that back to, to how things are here and, and, you know, how much it's similar, but how much it really is different. So mm -hmm. it's I think this was a very cool conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Before yeah, we let you guys... I was gonna say before Thanks a lot. I've got the the link of the GoFundMe is actually on my Instagram at Jamrock Climbing, but I'll send it to you so you can put it on there. Great. And one last thing I was gonna mention before, but I, I didn't have time to is um, uh, since it's Crack Gals, yeah, I thought it would be a good idea to invite Mitch. But just to say that <laughs> yeah. most of the climbers right now actually in Jamaica are female climbers. Yeah. So I would say way, women in Jamaica are much more brave than the men. Most of the female climbers in our group are female, which is really cool to see. Like uh, Mitch was saying, they also feed off each other, you know, and mm -hmm. they are really encouraging mm -hmm. each other and Definitely. It's a woman-dominated sport right now in Jamaica, which actually I really like to see. Mm -hmm. That's sure. great. Mm -hmm. Very That's cool. Really great. Yeah. yeah. I was about to say, like, before we let you guys go, like, do you guys have any questions for us? Like, anything that we can answer for you guys, or anything that you want to know? I would like to know when proposes to me. I was like, all right, I know you guys uh, tend to climb <laughs> in your climbing gyms or go bouldering, mm -hmm. uh, but if you were able to to travel to Jamaica to climb, what? What would you? What would make it the highlight for you? What What type of climb would you be looking for? Is it one that was Ooh. super challenging that you're able to get through, or something that was light and answer. easy? What 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 makes a climb <laughs> a good climb for, for each of you? For me, I know I've always had this dream of free water soloing, and I don't know if you have any free water mm. soloing. That's what I was gonna say. But I've always wanted to try mm. it. Yeah, Mitch knows. Mitch knows. <laughs> I already know. Mm. We're booking this flight. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I will message Darius right now. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're going. Um, girl strip. But um, I've always wanted to do free water soloing. And the fact that, like, you guys have so many 510s up right now, which is, like, right at where, like, I'm, like, projecting and, like, for me, like, I, w I just like 510s. Like, they're the vibe. They're, like, the perfect <laughs> of, like, challenging for me. They're very engaging. So, like, for me, just, like, getting to see, like, what everybody else can climb and getting to bolt, like, the, the sport, like, mm -hmm. not the bolt, but, but like, to, just getting to climb, like, 510s, like, for me, it's, it just sounds, mm -hmm. like, all around, like, a, like, a great time. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Cool. yeah. yeah. I, I'd say for me, it's very similar. I'm very, I really want to try free water soloing yeah. <laughs> because I don't even know where we could do anything like that we around here. We can't do that anything we can't. around here like, for, like, another 100 miles. Yeah, like. so that would be, like, once in a trip, once in a lifetime sort mm -hmm. of thing. So absolutely that. Mm -hmm. Also, for me personally, I previously bouldered a lot and now I'm mm -hmm. much more of a top mm -hmm. roper um, mm -hmm. but I haven't done any rope climbing outdoors mm -hmm. so that would be 
my next challenge or my next step and to do that in Jamaica, I think, where the community is starting to really boom, that would be like so amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and cool. and definitely for myself, I've always loved the outdoor scene and and even, you know, being in Ireland, it was really cool to see how, you know, anchors are set differently or, you know, the ethics around what you do to crag are slightly different. Mm-hmm. So, I'm sure that's slightly different mm-hmm. in every place in the world. So, I I would love to yeah. learn more about just like the outdoor sport, I guess tactics that you use to to anchor and to mm-hmm. to sport climb so that's what i find interesting <laughs> i would agree with that too i would love to see the outdoor so scene so yeah there is definitely deep water soloing in jamaica yes. Yes. Can tell you about it. You <laughs> we're going yes, 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 you can definitely book your flights you have to yeah no we the have, a we bit have sharp, something but for the all scenery. of you Mm-hmm. Sorry, what was that, bitch? Sorry. No, I said we have something for each person. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Many tents. Some deep them. water soloing, mm-hmm. and yeah, a lot to share with the with climbers. Yeah. But yeah, the rock is a bit sharp for the deep water soloing, but the scenery is really amazing. You know, like imagine the crystal clear Caribbean yeah, water. Yeah, exactly. The backdrop. Sounds beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very, very pretty spots. Yeah. Yeah, dude, that's awesome. I'm so I'm excited now. I don't, have, I don't even have, have my flight ticket, nor do I have money for a flight ticket. We are going to Jamaica. <laughs> Carolyn's gonna start her own go fund me to. No, no, I'll, I'll just start working guys, extra hours. No, I was saying there's very good uh, offers on flights from Florida. So Ooh. something to watch out. Only like twenty dollars for a one-way ticket. Wow. Dollars <laughs> yeah. Oh, so no excuses, what? you know. You're lying. <laughs> you to Florida. Twenty dollars. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I flew the I other think... day to Fort Lauderdale. It was like forty dollars return. Oh my god. Very cool. That's yeah, wild. Cheaper than to go to another Caribbean island, actually. So wow. the US has it the best to come to Jamaica. Wow. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. And Canada. Yeah. Awesome. Well, again, thank you both awesome. so so much for your time. Uh, yeah. And that's that's a wrap on this interview. So so thank you both so much. Mm-hmm. Yes. Thank, thank you. you guys so, yeah, so, so, so thank you, you so much. It was really amazing gonna, to meet you. I'm definitely going to catch up on some of your content. Get yeah. my terminology down. Yeah. <laughs> so when you guys come, we can like speak climbing. You know, I'm about to. I want to say we should we should have like our own like WhatsApp group chat just to like check in on each other, <laughs> like text every once in a while. Mm-hmm. When did you go climbing last? I mean, I'd be terrible. Trust me, as one said, it's a bit hard since I've moved um, back to town. Mm-hmm. So I've actually been practicing on a little wall behind Ooh, my house. Nice. Okay. That's awesome. <laughs> but yeah. No, man. Uh, thanks, guys, for the opportunity. This is of great. course. Of course. Anytime. Yeah, thanks. Hopefully, we'll see you here in Jamaica next time. Oh, oh yeah. So. For sure. <laughs> I'm ready. Mm-hmm. All right. Nice All right. Thanks, yeah, guys. Nice see ya. Thank, Thank you so much. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye.